I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash mega and use code mega to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. We are here. The Lord, we are here. And we're ready, ready to podcast. Well, just like the Holy Spirit strums the strings of our hearts. Our guest today is a guitar tech extraordinaire strumming those strings for God's pleasure. It is my treat and treasure to introduce you to Laura Nash. Welcome to the program, my friend. How you feeling today? Howdy, howdy. Couldn't be gladder to be here. Laura, it's Wonderful. so nice to have you on the program because I don't think a lot of people know what a guitar tech yep. is. Yep. It sounds very technical. Yep. And so maybe you could give everyone, uh, because they see you run on stage with a guitar, run off stage with a guitar. And I think a lot of people are going, what's she even doing back there? Could you tell everyone a little bit about what a guitar tech is and why it's so necessary to a mission here at Twin Hills? Of course. Happy to. Happy to. Just an honor. Big, big fan of the show. Just got to say, long time, long time listener. So very uh, excited to be here. Feeling a little starstruck. Yeah. So basically, uh, the way I kind of try to make a metaphor of what I do is that the guitars are, uh, they're my children. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't want to say that, you know, I'm their God because that feels that's not, I'm not going to go there. I'm not uh, suggesting that I'm I'm the Jesus and they're the disciples, but they are kind of owned by me and do what I tell them to do. Stop it! Sorry about that. Sorry about that. We've got banana! Sorry about that. Uh, anyway, sorry, I just have so many dogs currently. Oh, I'm a dog uh, person. Llama. Oh, banana. Yeah. Oh, llama and llama banana. Llama and banana. Yeah. We also nice. have Ramalama Ding Dong, but he's uh, really going through something right now. He's a little sick. Okay. Oh, here we go. There we go. Sorry. Oh, sorry what about a sweet this. Baby. I told, we talked about this oh. before. Okay. All right. We're going to focus back up, focusing in. So, yeah. So, basically, I own them. You know, I don't physically uh, cash own the guitars, but they are my domain. Their safety is of my utmost kind of uh, responsibility. It's of uh, the highest importance. And uh, I just got to try and make sure that the tools are as uh, tip top yeah. shape for the musicians yeah. as possible. Anything goes wrong with that guitar, that's oh, on me. Oh, I see. You yeah. know what yeah. I'm saying? I got to make sure they're in tune. I got to make sure those, there's no, we're not going to snap a string. I got to make sure that it's, it's sounding the way it should. So, when we get out there to worship, 
there's no snags. If you see me running on a show, yeah. I've already I've already oh, really? I've already Man. not done my job. Oh. It should be you should never see me other than when the guitars are being set by me, you should never see me on that stage. Right. Well, you wear all black, and sometimes it's like there's a phantom. You can't just, it looks like a guitar is, you know, floating through the air, but it's you. And I have to say, the stakes are high, Laura. I mean, the stakes are high. The audience is literally God. You know what I mean? Yeah. These, these amazing instrumentalists are out there strumming these beautiful guitar solos that could be, like, somebody could think it was Metallica or something. It's so good, and it's literally for God. So the stakes are high couldn't be higher and i think about that every time i enter that building every time i pick up one of those axes into my hands i think this is it yep this is the day god's watching and uh we're performing for an audience of one if i'm being honest you know sure there may be thousands of people screaming fans in the crowd that's not why i do it Uh that's not why i do it i'm doing it for one i'm tuning that guitar for one man yeah and he's up there he's up there watching it all i love that well i mean you do you service so many of the different musical definitely the praise and worship team Mm -hmm. you're there if we have guest musicians i did want to ask about uh i i would you call it an incident where i where you did you did do the you threw a guitar, and maybe I'm not sure exactly if someone was supposed to catch that. Yeah. But here's the thing: what had happened was Troy Slattery. He was about to start the solo ah. in in one of the biggest songs mm-hmm. that they were. That uh, that's of course we're talking about the band Keep Sweet, awesome. and they were about to go into a solo on one of their one of their songs, and and he snapped a string. I saw oh. it, and I see it all. I'm watching. Right. I'm, I got eyes awesome. everywhere. You know what I mean? So I'm off to the side. I see it happen. And in that moment, I had to say to myself, do you let the rest of the band noodle? Uh, do you let them improvise while I walk out there yeah. and, you know, and switch out the guitars? And I thought, heck no, no way, not on my watch. And I, I, I gave a whistle and I thought that Troy would know that that meant income. Right, you kind of... Because I have another one to go. I have triples of every guitar. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. And that's wow. coming out of my own pocket. That's not covered by church funds. Wouldn't want it to. Wouldn't want it to. Because if something goes wrong, again, that's on me. So I'm pulling out of my personal inventory, and I went, I gave a, I gave a whistle, and I, I threw the guitar, and unfortunately, Troy didn't hear it, uh, and, and he, he said after the fact, even if he had heard it, he probably wouldn't have had any idea what that was indicating, because we've never gone over this in any sort of protocol way before. So he did end up getting quite a few stitches, unfortunately, in his forehead and upper cheek on the right side there but yeah, uh, I, you know sometimes you got to take a swing that's right and, you got to take a swing and I, I mean i don't think anyone really noticed that wasn't you know in the front you know maybe 15 rows but i guess my 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 i only noticed because when you threw the second guitar yeah. and and because uh, as you said you do have three mm-hmm. and so did you just think that maybe after the first one you're like well he's definitely going to get this one it, honest to god that was exactly it i thought there's no possible way he's not going to be prepared now i've hit him he's bleeding you know and and at my watch i'm like we can still get this before this solo yeah. we can still yeah. salvage right. part yeah. of the solo yeah. and that's all i'm thinking i think about. the song was how great is our god yeah oh how great is our god yeah, what yeah. a good one what yeah but troy really he he really drops it down and brings it up in the bridge yeah. on that he really goes into quite quite a quite a beautiful testament in his playing and so, yeah, through the second guitar, which technically being the third guitar. So this is my last shot. Oh, okay. That's also it. At this point, what else do we even what else do we even have as an option? And uh, it unfortunately, it did also hit oh, him in, in virtually the same place. Yeah. Yeah. The, the in shaft, the same place. The, yeah. Is it the long shaft? What's that called? The long part of the guitar? The, the neck. neck. He, so he just took the neck yeah. straight to the eye or what? The eye socket? It was, I guess he did. Yeah, the eye socket was fractured. The cheekbone also. 
Uh, oh, you've got an he arm He has on consulted you. with a, a plastic surgeon because oh, his nose also... Yeah, it's 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 not right. It's not broken, but something's up. Well, if he gets you know a plastic I mean? surgeon right. on there, he might end up with a better face than he started out with and should thank you for that. And that's that's kind of what I told Troy. He wasn't hearing it at that point. He wasn't ready to hear that yet. But but I said to him, I was like, look, you know, this is this could be a blessing. I mean, I think it's always, you know, everything. There's a there, there's no bad situations, only blessings. And and, and to me, I was like, you know, I killed. Yeah. yeah, I killed to get accidentally yep. hit in the face so many times. I get oh, a new, I knew one, you know? well, might, I mean, it makes a little more sense to me now because I saw he, he was coming out with a solo record this winter called Caved In. And I didn't realize that was actually about the the face the face itself yeah oh. he took it pretty he took it pretty rough caved in there's a couple tracks on there actually if you look there's you know relinquishing control that's the name of oh. one of them uh, a tsunami named Laura oh. which felt I I'm not so sure what that means I'm not so sure what that's about yeah that feels a bit on the nose feels a little on the nose and then just stitches mm-hmm. that was right. another one and on flying there. high yeah. I always thought was about like you know when you're high on Jesus and spreading the word but maybe he was talking about the the air that that guitar got as it was flying high straight toward his face Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, Laura, I was going to ask, do you get a lot of people who are surprised that you're a gal and into guitars? Because normally that's for the fellas, isn't it? Yeah. Music is typically a man's game. Uh, across the board has always been that way. God willing, it always will be. So, yeah, you know, people are, are shocked about it. You know, I come about it honestly, though. My father, my grandfather, uh, they were all in the music industry, all in kind of behind the scenes roles. Oh, wow. So that's really what I was. I was happy to kind of follow in their footsteps. You know, and my father made it clear to me my whole life, you know, you'll never play in a band uh-huh. publicly. Uh-huh. You know, for us, too, in our family, it's unseemly for a woman to be in public mm. playing an instrument. Mm-hmm. That's just not, mm-hmm. you know, I know there's some more progressives out there. I know who they're letting their young gals get up onto a stage with an instrument, et cetera. But uh, that's never been other than like, you know, choral singing. Sure. That's fine because you can you're not you're not trying to that's get God honoring. You're not trying uh-huh. to get adu- ad- adoration. That's at that right. Point. That's right. You know, but uh, yeah, any sort of instruments whatsoever. That's definitely a man's game. That said, I, I actually was quite good at playing as a child again of course locked away in a in a room in our home so uh, it just felt like a natural fit for me to have something to do with it in a way that i could serve god and serve and serve men so when you go into a guitar center do you ever have these guys talking to you like you you don't know anything about guitars and then they're surprised that you actually know what you're talking about yeah i try not to let on i don't want to make them feel foolish or uh, ashamed or anything so i quite often will allow them to talk to me sometimes 30 40 minutes out of my day explaining things to me i know like the back of my hand but you know again i don't it's not my place i'm not right. i'm not there to try and make them look silly or anything like that so i've i've actually purchased a lot of things i don't need oh uh, truthfully yeah just because they were convinced i needed them and they were they were incorrect on that but i think you know in some ways again that's that's a blessing that's right that's a blessing that's why i ended up with so many less Pauls. You know, so many vintage Les Pauls. They're upselling me. And what am I supposed to say? No. Right. I know better than you, sir. And that, well, I, get out. And that, get that's out of an town. expensive guitar, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Very expensive. Um, like I said, I'm on a lot of payment plans. Oh. I'm still paying off guitars, if I'm being honest, from whew, a decade yeah. ago. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. But what am what I? Service. You tell me this. I'm going to I'm gonna present a band with a value guitar when we're playing for God, playing for Jesus, yeah. playing yeah. for a trinity. The tr- like, get out of here. That's, that. that's silly. Yeah. That's silly. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, You'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, 
Just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Man, are you married? Heck no. No, not married. Never took a partner. Oh, okay. never partnered. Oh, is that right? Yeah, my kind of devotion is to the music, oh, is to the guitars. And and to be honest, I don't know where someone else would sleep in my home. Oh, really? I, I have I have roughly 2,500 guitars in here. 2,500? Wow. You're a real collector. 2,500 guitars, seven dogs, oh, wow. uh, a couple chickens, and it's it's a full house. Wow. It's a full house. And, and you know, anytime I, I, I did kind of maybe date a little bit here or there, it, they... They just didn't get it. They felt like, you know, I'm, I'm too married to the music. And I said, guilty. <laughs> well, I mean, people can't see this, but I would say that the chair that you're in almost looks like the Game of Thrones throne. Uh-huh. There's so many guitars yeah. sticking out from behind wow, you. I mean, it just looks like a, a panoply of, yeah. uh, of guitars. And I don't even think I'm using that word right. Yeah. I've never heard it before. It made me feel a little dumb, but I, I appreciate that. I humble me, uh, humble me, well, you know? Well, and, and I do, I do want to just let people know that without a guitar tech and especially one like you, who, as far as I can tell, you have perfect pitch I do, yeah. because awesome. I've been side of stage and you're not using one of those little tuna things on the top or a pedal or anything. I just see you over there. You'll hum a note. You'll, you'll hum that note and then you'll be tuning the guitar to it. And, and I think that's amazing. I don't think I've ever heard anyone with perfect pitch like that. Yeah, that's what I think is my gift. I think that was God's gift to me. Everybody gets a gift, and I think that was mine. And there's times it's tough because if there's a lot of noise or something in the venue, sometimes it can be hard for me to hear myself. So there have been a few missteps along the way over the years. That's why I demand silence when I'm doing my tunings. I demand it, point blank. And if, if that can't be given to me, then I, you got to hire another tech because I, I do have a very specific way that I work. And, you know, the guys in Keep Sweet, other than Troy now, where there's, you know, there's a lawsuit pending. But other than uh, Troy, those guys in, in Keep Sweet, they love me. Now, granted, the rest of them don't play guitar. So really, the one that I need to have a close relationship with is currently in litigation against me. But they get the spirit of me, uh-huh. yes. the rest of those guys. You know? I always wondered, is that why Lead Pastor Steve does such long pauses in his prayers? Is that giving you a moment of silence to get your perfect pitch, to get your guitar in key? It is. Awesome. Yeah. We worked that out years ago. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we worked that out years ago. And we kind of have a little system. He'll look up, you'll notice before those pauses, he'll kind of look to his right. Uh-huh. And I either, I have a series of hand signals that I'll give okay. him that'll tell him, you know, this is how much time I need, et cetera. Now, again, I spend four to six hours in my home tuning before I even before I even go to the venue. Awesome. Before I'm even putting feet on the ground in the building. I'm making sure everything's tuned exactly as it needs to. But I don't need to tell you, you put the guitars in a vehicle. Yeah, I have a rich refrigerated van um, that, that, of course, I've converted to have uh, all kinds of insulation and padding and whatnot in the hopes that it's going to keep those guitars as tuned as they need to be. But you never know you're going to hit a pothole, potentially. Uh, Maybe you got to go over a speed bump, and that's just murder. I saw. I, murder. So yeah, that's you, uh, the axe wagon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. refrigerated van. It's a refrigerator. I've seen neat. it. I've seen it pull up to the back of the, of the auditorium, and I 
I guess I never knew what was in there. That's all that filled with guitars. So yeah, I'm still also paying off that van and the conversion that I did to it. Yeah, that was a, that was pricey. That was pricey. And again, I don't want any church money from this. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not trying to rob from people here. I I it's my it's a pleasure for me to be able to go so deeply into debt to kind of help what out in the way that I can. Yes. What a service. And I wanted to tell you, Laura, that you've been a little a personal hero of mine. I, I ever since the Sunday Mother's Day service, what a massive program we were putting on to honor all these, you know, Christian moms and when you were running back, when you were I, I was down in the bullpen, so I had a perfect sight of you when you were running back with a guitar and you snapped your Achilles tendon yeah. and started to fall into the orchestra pit and the way you threw the guitar up and a vocalist caught it as you were going down and I don't even know what happened and it broke your collarbone or something but you saved the guitar and sacrificed your body I said that's like Jesus oh wow what an honor <sighs> to hear that I mean that's why I do it I mean you know I mean I'm not doing it for the acclaim but if I was doing it for the acclaim I'd love hearing that comment you oh. know so thank you metaphorically it was like watching American Gladiator or something. Yeah. It was amazing. And the way you disappeared into the pit. Um, yeah. Was it okay down there? What happened? Yeah, no, it, was, it wasn't. It was uh, It was a bit of a nightmare, to be honest with you. Yeah, the Achilles went. I did continue. I broke my collarbone. And just a slight uh, skull fracture as well. Oh. That's why I. You, if you see me around the last little while, I was in a helmet for a period of time. Uh, oh, cool. I have been cleared by the doctors to take that off now, unless I'm doing anything physical. So I will be wearing it during service awesome. from now on yeah. just in case oh. but i'm going to be taking a lot more precautions a lot i think more. it makes you look tough it also kind of makes you look like they, they put those on babies a lot now when the baby's yeah. heads aren't a perfect sphere or something they're giving them out like candy i don't know oh, if you've I known agree. This, this to me i feel a bit mixed about it yeah so do i because to me if god wants a child to have a cone head that child has a cone see head. why are we questioning his design see I couldn't agree. I don't think every baby needs to have the the most perfect round head. In fact, I think it's a bit unnerving if all the babies have the same shape head. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. It feels to me like I struggle with doctors to begin with. Uh You know what I'm saying? It feels a little witchcrafty to me. Mm. It feels a little bit we're dipping into science and stuff that I don't know if I personally agree with from a moral stance. So, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it overall. If I was to have a child and I... Couldn't in this home. Just just from a safety standpoint. Yeah. 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 Just from a safety standpoint, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to have a... I mean, I've been turned down for animal adoptions when they've come to see this house. So, uh, you know, but if I was to have a child, if it had a, a messed up melon, I'd just leave it. I'd leave it the way it is. You'll grow into it. It'll figure it sort itself out. I'm not going to seek medical attention for that. Well, I do want to say that one thing that, Hallie, I was walking through the auditorium with some of my teens the other day and uh, Laura was there working and I don't think you, you didn't see us at first, but she was up there testing some of the guitars out on the amps and, you know, basically just shredding a solo. I think it was, I think it was, um, I think it was like the national anthem. It sounded, but just all these licks and runs and everything. And as soon as you saw us come in, you, you know, you sort of stopped and said, guys, I'm sorry. I'm just, just tuning these things up. But I, I would do say you are amazing player. I, I hope you, I hope you do know that. I appreciate that. Again, I don't do it for any sort of uh, positive reinforcement from people. If I, you know, I don't want to seem like I'm being boastful or in any way. But I, I, in 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 theory, I appreciate that comment for sure. It, it yeah. was it was incredible. And and at one point, you're playing with your teeth. It was it was That's really awesome. excellent. That's a family trait. That's a awesome. family. We we've, we've passed that down 
We've passed that down. We come from a long line of circus performers, actually. Wow. Uh, street performers and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. the circus. Oh, so what, what sort of what sort yeah, of performing? Like did, a Barnum and Bailey? What sort yeah, what sort of things did they did your family do in the circus? So, you know, for years again, this is a you know, even when I was a small child, we were uh we were touring around with it was kind of more of like a local small end circus. You know, some people call them flea circuses. If you're familiar with those, Ooh. oh yeah, yeah. But but my family did provide a lot of support to the musical acts. Uh, we would also go as, so far as to assist in any way necessary. So if there's a clown that needs some help before getting on doing a quick change, I'm going to help put the big shoes on his feet. You know, th- those kinds of things. And it's it's interesting because I think a lot of people's perception would be that circuses aren't godly, and I'd I'd go so far as to say. It's the exact opposite. Is that right? I've never felt closer to the spirit of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ than I do when I'm under a big top. Awesome. That's just the truth. Wow. Yeah, you know, you got somebody on a motorbike on a on a high wire here mm-hmm. that's not been tested. Mm-hmm. That person's putting their faith in God. There's that's going to be something. You know, yeah. when I'm seeing a, a man taming a lion. Yes. What's the chances that that, that lion could take his hand right off? Sure. Oh. How do you explain wow. it? How do you explain it any other way other than it's God's will for this circus to go on? Yep. For the circus to exist. So yeah, we did that until uh until my father's death, actually. Oh, how did he back pass? in the early eighties? How did he yeah. pass? He was actually uh, unfortunately attacked by one of those lions. Oh, really? Is that oh. right? Yeah. Well, that's a biblical death. That's what they would do with the Christians in the Colosseum in Rome. All those pagan Romans would throw the Christos in there and just watch them be torn limb from limb. Can you imagine? I can't imagine it because I've seen it. Is that uh, oh, it was my own father. Oh, you oh, watched yeah. it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was in the middle of a show. He was actually guitar teching, and they had kind of this idea that there would be a concert playing while the lion taming was going on. Real kind of delight for the senses. Wow. And, uh, Unfortunately, there was a bit of an issue. He ran out with uh, with another guitar, and uh, there was just he spooked the lion. Yep, he spooked him. I'm sure when you're working in sort of a local, you know, non-union yeah. circus environment. You probably don't have some of the safeguards that maybe some of the other larger circuses have. Yeah. And it was a budgetary thing as well. Oh. There was no budget for kind of the nets or oh. the acrobats and stuff oh, like that. My. So you had to sure. be as good as you could possibly be. Yeah, the stakes You're not are gonna high. Get, That's the thing. Again, people think that the best quality circus talent is at the big name circuses. That's a fallacy. Wow. That's a fallacy because the real circus performers cut their teeth. Again, for me, it was learning to play the guitar with my teeth, which started this whole thing. Uh, but you cut your teeth there and you never want to leave. Yeah. Suddenly, you, you, it, it's, it, this is the metaphor I would give. If you spent your whole life driving 150 miles an hour, are you going to want to go somewhere where you're being told you can only go at 60? See. Same. Right. I guess I wait. So I'm f- trying to follow the metaphor there. So, mm-hmm. so the the circus mm-hmm. is the 150 mile an hour, and then yeah. Oh, and then what's the what's the the lower circuses, the the more the smaller town, the flea circuses and whatnot. Okay, so the lower circuses are the faster car, but yeah. the biggest circuses are the slower car. Yeah, they got all these safeguards in place. Yeah. Oh, okay. I oh, guess oh I, sure. And then for you, I mean, you came. Tell me about your transition from that into working at a mega church because well, that makes sense. I'm 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 trying to just follow the metaphor, which I'm hoping is that small circus, 150, big circus, 60, mega church, you're maybe up to like two, 200 again or something. Is it? Is oh, it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. I mean, I fell off that stage. There was no net. See, yeah, I broke my collarbone. Wow. I tore my Achilles Achilles tendon. You wow. know. Yeah. And uh, and that was first of all an honor. Second of all, yeah, you know, uh, the transition in was kind of interesting. After my dad died, my mom was kind of coming upon hard times. You know, he never let her work. Obviously. Uh, being a female, the reason why I, it was okay for me to work as a child was because I was prepubescent. Ah. The idea was, is as soon as I had the changeover, uh-huh. that would then it would stop. Uh-huh. Then it would stop. Now, again, he died when I was about six or seven. I want to say I, I believe that's when I watched him get ripped limb for limb. Ah, oh, what an by age! That lion. Oh. And then my mother kind of thought, you know. It's all well and good to try and stick to this no working situation, but we were struggling. And that's when she really, really got involved in the megachurch in, in kind of a big, awesome. a big way. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. I think it makes total sense. You go from a big top to a mega church, you know, when yeah. God has gifted you with so much talent, you can't waste that on a, a, a tiny circus or a carny or something like that, or a small church. You got to be under a big top. You got to be at a mega church. And, and I don't think you can say carny anymore. Hallie, it's actual. I think you say carnival worker. Oh, did you w- grow up with a lot of carnival workers? Yeah, absolutely. That was definitely our our ilk. Mm. You know, the kind of the people that are guessing your weight, uh, guessing your well, guessing that'd your be age. Fun. Yeah, the person that, that that dart game where you blow the you blow the the blow dart and oh, it pops that. a balloon and you get a prize. Fun. Yeah, what a childhood. Yeah, yeah, those were what a childhood. Yeah, you know, it was magical. It was magical. You know, it was sad to see my dad die and my brother also passed it at one point as well. uh, And my other brother as well. um, Also in circus related accidents. But uh, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade it. People, you know, they talk about they talk about their loved ones and they say about, you know, life cut too short. I wish I had more time with them. I don't. I don't. I think it was meant to be when it was meant to be. And I think saying otherwise is basically inviting Satan in your front door. That's true. I start talking about that. I I wish my brothers were still alive. Ding dong. Hello. It's the devil. You know, that's not you, you wouldn't wish them uh, away from god they're with god now they're happier than we are i admire your dead brothers and dad yeah how'd your you. brothers go uh one of them was in one of those motorcycle on a high wire awesome. uh, accident okay. well moments. you died doing what you love yeah it's a gift yeah wow. and then the other was just a slip and fall is that right oh that yeah just... and he was a young child and they were very surprised that because you know typically young children they can take a fall sure they're closer to the ground but we also didn't go to doctors back then or anything like that I so see. it's possible that he could have maybe lived if he had gotten medical attention but that's you know who knows i guess you know i guess a slip and fall also depending on what you're slipping from and falling onto or off of yeah he just tripped over his own feet actually oh okay Is so really right yeah. yeah like wearing clown shoes or something or just just no 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 he just he just turned his ankle and uh yeah he hit his head and and then he, it was over the course of about 10 days, he slowly bled out. Yeah. Wow. wow. Well, it shows an amazing amount of faith that your family had, just, you know, really letting God decide if he was going to heal him or not, shooting up those prayers, Yeah. you know, instead of yeah. maybe getting his skull super glued, you just praying and praying. And you know what? It sounds like God was like, no, nah, I want him here with me now. Yeah. You know? It's true. Absolutely. I mean, all this, it reminds me actually of an awesome, I remember in Australia, that which is where I'm from, we used to go to a circus and it was probably a similar oh. thing, but it was just called terry chisholm's clowns vs tigers and all it was was really just a ring they would release a bunch of wild tigers that they would bring in from india and they would have a bunch of clowns oh, and wow. at the end of the night you never knew who would who would win it it sometimes it was the clowns sometimes it was the tigers most of the time it was the tigers but uh it was it was really entertaining and i didn't you know i didn't want to have nets and all the all the gobbledygook sure. that you're talking about yeah. and yes sometimes people didn't make it but i do think all 
ultimately it, ma- it made for better entertainment. I think now we're just oh. a little too kid gloves with these things, aren't we? Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. You know, I think when I think back to what I was growing up on and how it, it formed me and shaped me, I, I yeah, I think the kids now... There's all this kind of worry about them being traumatized. And to me, that's what childhood is about. I want constant trauma. Toughen up. Toughen up. If I had children, which again, I absolutely could not in this house. But if I had children, I'd want them getting traumatized from as soon as they come out of the womb. I mean, you know, let's let's get it started. Thank you very much. Jesus. And we think we're better. We think that our kids are better than Jesus. That's ridiculous to me. I know. I'll never understand that. I'm shown again. We were shown our parents showed us horror movies as right? as little kids uh-huh. to remind us that it was like this isn't anything we want to be a part of. Yes. Uh-huh. I think that's a great reminder. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I think I think that's a good point, which is why do we shield our, our kids from all this stuff? Because really you can just point to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and say, okay, but is it worse than that? Yeah. And, you know, I, I, which is what my father used to say when we used to go to Terry Chisholm's uh, Clowns vs. Tigers, because I didn't want to go as a kid a lot of times. I would say, no, I don't want to see that again. Mm-hmm. And he would say, is this worse than being crucified uh-huh. by by your peers and by a bunch of Romans? And um, I said, I didn't, I didn't know, because I was, you know, I was only age of two, age of three. Mm. So I wasn't even, I was actually verbal until the age of, of, of eight. Right. Age of nine, yeah. Right. Actually, I might have been 12, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. If I might offer you a word basket of encouragement, Laura, please. I bet a big reason why you're not married is because you're so talented, and 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 because here's what goes the thing is that I think you're so good at guitar that you wouldn't even be able to fake being bad at it, which you would have to do to land a man. Frankly, you know, yeah. you have to play dumb just for your own safety. Obviously, women know that intrinsically, but you also have to, you know, not be good at things so that it strokes their ego. Obviously, I don't think you could fake being bad at guitar i really don't you're that good and i think it's a gift from god i appreciate that if i was able to take compliments and not seem boastful i would really appreciate it but yeah you know i have run into that because there's been times i've tried to fake it but yeah it's it's just impossible it's just impossible i can i can happily fake knowledge i'm happy to play dumb i'm happy to defer i'm happy to buy things i don't need because a man told me to yeah but in terms of playing that's when I feel that's when I feel the spirit in me, you know, is when I'm playing the guitar. And again, I, I, I don't want to get on stage and do it for for people because I don't want to, again, seem like I'm inviting anything untoward as a woman. But uh, yeah, you know, it's a lonely life. It's a solitary life. My mother did pass a few years ago. And so it's me, you know, it's me, the dogs, the chickens and then the guitars. And I, I just couldn't be happier about it, you know. And I think also I would lose my focus. Yeah. If I, the, the couple times I've dated, yep. you know, they want all of a sudden to talk to you, to spend this time with you. And I'm like, I've got a schedule. Yeah. Yes. You know, I'm down at the church. I mean, I'm up there every day. Yep. Yeah. Whether they need me or not. Yep. I'm there. And speaking of your torn Achilles and your collarbone and all, and, and your helmet head and all that, mm. one thing I love to think about is that the Bible promises us when we we get to heaven, we'll get perfect bodies. Yeah. And I love to think about that of like what my body's going to be like in heaven. You know, I, I've had so many breast reductions in this lifetime and they keep coming back. And, and I love to think about what an incredible uh, body I'm going to have. What do you think your body will be like in heaven? And since you can't have kids in your home, uh, earth home, wh- what do you think your palace will be like in heaven? Oh, I love this question so much. You know, as I've said, I don't really believe in doctors or science. I want to make it clear I do believe in plastic surgery. Well, yeah, uh, it that's works. something it's else. good. Yeah. That's something else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Troy Slattery, you know, I, I busted your face. This is a gift to you. I'm just talking about things to cure people. 
That's where it falls mm-hmm. apart for me. We're not God. We don't know. Plastic surgery, that wouldn't exist unless God wanted it. You know, I often think about, yeah, what would my heavenly body look like? I think for me, I'd have a real dumper. I'd have a big dump okay. truck. I, I'm thinking kind of Shakira style oh, down below the waist. Okay. Because currently it's not there. It's a real kind of flat number. And I, I just think for me... That would probably be the number one thing. And then I I also am quite hefty uh, chested up top, but I think my heavenly body, I'd be very flat chested. Okay. I think we'd really be focusing on the rump. And um, that's probably come along from potentially birthing my my heaven babies. That's nice to think about. Maybe in heaven I can have a few babies. Maybe there's some babies up there that don't have uh, families that they can come. They could come to my... uh, my palace there and I could pull out a guitar play a tune yeah you know that sounds I hadn't thought of that but that sounds like a nice kind of afterlife to me think about how good it'll feel to sit down on a big juicy rump if right now you've got a pancake you've got almost nothing between your sits bones and the hard chair you'll be able to sit down on those big juicy biscuits and have little babies crawling all over you that is heaven yeah I do carry a rubber ring in real life everywhere I go because it's... I did notice you're on there now. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Is that one of those hemorrhoid uh, donuts, or how do you do it? It is. Oh, cool. It is. Now, again, I don't have a hemorrhoid issue. It is just that I have zero body fat whatsoever on my on my butt. So it's, uh, yeah, the sit bones can be quite painful. Well, that'll be a nice thing about having heaven babies instead of human babies on earth, because I'll tell you, once you push a human baby out of your body, you're going to have hemorrhoids for the rest of your life. Hallie, we I don't mean, need to... you have to use a big, thick loofah in the shower so that sure. you never you know, catch a glimpse of them with your own hand when you're washing back there. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I've Googled them, but I've never had them. I wanted to know. I wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Why is there a cream for just for this? Preparation H. We got, hemorrhoids are such a thing. It needs its own cream. I know. Um, And how does cream heal something? I don't even know what a hemorrhoid is now that I think about it. I don't either. I really don't. I think it's a little blood balloon. So is it like, you know, you got two testicles coming out of your Allie, bum we don't hole? Need it. I, yeah, I think a hemorrhoid could be best described as a little testicle blood balloon. By the way, I did want to tell oh, you, you I've, I'm so glad I didn't forget this. I love that you have those swing and gonads in the back of your, on the back of your refrigerated truck. I think that's funny. That's so great. Yeah. That's just a chuckle. That's just a laugh, you know, and, and I think it's because people expect when they, they see that when the van pulls up, they're expecting to see a, a gentleman walk out of there because of, of the truck nuts. And, and I just it makes me laugh every time I see the look on someone's face. And you know what? To me, what a gift I've given them see? that day. They've had a laugh. They've had a chuckle. Perhaps maybe they're going through something. You know, maybe they have a, an incurable cancer, but I, I have truck nuts and that gave them a laugh because I'm a lady. I, that's good, clean fun. No one's getting hurt there. Laura Nash was played by the lovely and hilarious Lauren Ash. Check out her music. Her new single, Sad This Christmas, is out now. Listen to her podcast, True Crime and Cocktails, and follow her at Lauren Elizabeth Ash. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont, and Grey House was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. <laughs>